0: Hey guys, welcome to episode 3 of the one podcast. I'm here with my co host Max and Nate, and my name is Quips. On this episode, we're going to be going through current seasonal anime, which is Tower of God, Kaguya Saba, and Ahuunusura. And we're going to be going through our top 5 overrated and underrated anime. But before we go into that, how's your week,
1: Nate? Uh, how's my week been? What day are we on? Oh, well on Tuesday, yeah. which means fine. It's been two days, so yeah. <laughs> yeah <okay. laughs> now, uh, since we last spoke, uh, I've been good. I've been good. I've, I've gotten back into my training a bit more. I took a, I, I honestly took a little bit of a break until until I got my weights. When I got my weights, I'm combining my weight training now with my gravity trainer, which I'm using that as like a cable. And because I haven't trained for a while, I'm I'm really, I'm really sore, so I'm only doing one day on, one day off. Uh, but other than that. Just eating loads, eating the same meal practically every day. But I'm enjoying it. I started watching, um, apart from the anime that I'm watching, I started watching Money Heist on Netflix, which me and missus have been binging now. And it's, it's pretty good. I'm enjoying it. What about you, Max? How's your week been, pal? Uh, yeah, not too bad.
2: just trying to think. We've, we podcasted like a week ago, so not too much. On the training front, I trained, I trained back today. It was actually a decent workout. Um, with the weights I've got at the moment, I can actually load up a barbell, with and some dumbbells a bit shakily up to like eighty-five kilos so I can get you know some decent work out of that. I've got a pull up bar, so that's all good. Um and well I've got a couple of extra bits of kit coming from my power rack. So I've got a lap pull down cable attachment that's going to go on the back. So i have be able to like lap pull down, tricep, bicep row from the bottom, maybe do like delts with the cable. So that's kind of good. Still don't have the Olympic plates yet. Um, but I like, add in bits as we go. I think we all need to think about training a bit more seriously now because everything that's been coming out recently doesn't look like gyms will be open for quite a long time. So this is the time to sort of get the kit in the house and set yourself up. Apart from that, I've also been watching Money Heist as well. I started before Nathan and I've just finished season two and just started season three. And uh, apart from our seasonals, I've been watching One Piece as normal. I've watched quite a lot of stuff. Uh, Ricky Gervais, Afterlife, Season 2. That's really good. It's quite sad, but um, really well written. And also the MJ documentary, The Last Dance, which I recommend if you guys haven't seen it. It's really, really good. The guy was unbelievable. It makes you want to go train as well.
1: Mm, This guy
2: just did everything to to win. There was no stopping him. And I'm being lazy. I could go and train right now. So, uh, yeah, that's been pretty good. Apart from that, just getting on with it. Every day, as it comes, really. Quibs, were you anything more exciting than me? I hope so.
0: You know the MJ documentary thing, yeah, The Last yeah. Dance. Mm-hmm. Have you clocked on the resemblance between the Chicago Bulls manager yeah. and the small guy in a Space Jam? Yeah. So, like, you got the small. If you, can you see the resemblance the, now?
2: Wait, which which small guy? So, the the, the coach Phil Jackson. Yeah.
0: No, Phil Jackson's a coach, but you have the yeah. manager.
2: Oh, uh, Jerry yeah. Jerry Krause, the little yeah, guy, Jay little Krause. fat guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: You have that like, the monster in Space Jam, who's like the chief. Oh, they war. used him for reference. Oh, you they u- yeah,
2: I g- do you reckon they used him? They reference? probably did, like-
0: yeah. <laughs>
2: that would be quite
0: funny. I've also been watching um, The Last Dance. Really, really good. Really well made as well. Yeah. Um, finished season two of Money Iced. Probably going to start season three sometime this week. Training-wise, I'll be honest with you, I haven't been training as much. As in, work schedule changed, so I start at 10 finish at 6 30, but that one hour change, it's not nice, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. <laughs> because it's like you start work a bit later than you want to. So then like mm. in the morning, unless you really want to wake up early, there's not much time to actually do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. then work finishes later than you want it to. I think I just need to reprioritize my time and get some stuff done. Mm. But I challenge myself to go vegan for a month and I'm struggling. Ooh. I started yesterday. Oh. Oh, oh,
2: no. <laughs> Where did that come from? what was the what was the reason behind that?
0: you know I'll be honest me, myself, I like a challenge. I like mm-hmm. to challenge myself. As in, when I first started getting into fitness, I challenged myself to do a New Year's resolution, which was 100 push-ups and 100 sit-ups every day for a year. Mm-hmm. I stuck for, stuck to it. Um, doing the competition, that was a challenge for myself. Mm-hmm. Studying neuroscience, was a challenge. A whole lot of things I do is a challenge. So I was like, I haven't got any competitions going up coming up, and I want to do something to challenge myself to say I can do it. There's a lot of vegans will come eat eaters and say, I bet you can't go this amount of time by a yeah. I said, okay. So now, next time I have got a few vegan friends as well, so I'm going to keep them informed. So the next time they try to talk to me about being vegan, I'm like, "Yeah, I tried it. I didn't like it."
2: <laughs> yeah, I tried it for a year. I think I've got grounds to say I didn't like it. Well, if yeah. you need a, if you need a nutritional plan, just uh, send me an email, and I'll give you a matrix. Uh...
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I need a list of like all the veg, fruit, and veg that has a whole lot of protein because I think that's what we're surviving on. Yeah, like it's, yesterday you know, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. And you have to eat them in big volume as well. And yesterday, I tasted dried dragon fruit for the first time. I saw that on your
2: story. Actually, I was going to ask you what it was like.
0: It's interesting. Like, <laughs> yeah. I feel like my taste buds are changing because there's there's no meat.
2: <laughs> I think a lot, of, um, a lot of a lot of a lot of recipes or uh, meals you see when you go out have got like pulled jackfruit as the meat substitute, yeah. like burgers and stuff. So maybe that would be one mm-hmm. to um, look into, like a, a substitute for, for meat i don't know off the top of my head how much protein's in it but um uh, yeah you're right you do have to eat a big volume of it to get number one the, the amount of mm. protein number two the actual full amino acid profile for it to, mm,
1: to, to trigger you know muscle protein synthesis etc and then someone put like a broccoli up and it was like something stupid it was like five or six kilos of broccoli it's <laughs> like 20 grams of protein. you like, you can eat this instead of a chicken breast i'm like no one's eating five sesquitas of broccoli.
2: Yeah, <laughs> but I'd either die of flatulence or bloating. I don't know which one yeah, would come yeah,
0: first.
1: Yeah. Man, you're going to sit on the toilet, man. That's a lot of fiber. <laughs> man. Mate, you know,
0: I, I, really, I remember that time. I was, was like, funny. In addition to that, though, this past week, I think, has been a hard week for British bodybuilding
2: because
0: mm. we lost our, mm. uh, yeah, I would say my former coach, Luke mm. Sander, And it did hit me quite hard because uh, I think he coached me for over a year. He was the one that actually got me through. He brought me from that transition from being like a gym bro who thought <laughs> I I thought I knew what I was doing, but I didn't really. And I think as a lifters, we could we always evolve in our knowledge and understanding of weights and different things like that. But he leveled up my understanding of my body and like what it what I needed to do to grow. He was constantly there, weekly check-ins where I can stuff and like the whole transition from just being suddenly lifted had a bit of a belly bar for was rich, to going through prep he held my hand through prep you could say got different daily check-ins kind of stuff he did his job but it's also he added that extra bit of always encouraging me making sure i was good telling me I had potential and it's making sure i was constantly beasting myself and pushing myself every single day and like he i think for me is that he was always there for me and like to Know that he met his end in the way he did. It did hit me quite hard because it's like I made a drastic and rapid transformation, both mentally and physically, with him as being my mentor. And like, yeah, when when he passed, it hit quite deep. What about you?
2: I think it's um it's weird to think. I know we spoke about this on our on our group chat as, um, before, but it's weird to think of someone as not being there anymore. Mm. You just you ha- you know all these people. And you just, they're all just alive and around and they're just there. So even if you don't see them every day, you just know they're there. But then to think that someone isn't there anymore, it's just a really weird, we all thought it was, a, all well, not like a joke, but we all thought,
1: we could take it seriously. This is, uh, this sure. is su- surreal. Mm-hmm. This
2: can't be, this can't be happening. And he's only, I'm not sure he's even 30 yet. 29, 30? He's
0: about to turn 31. In like yeah, very
2: 30, right. So he's hes so young. He was just exploding on the bodybuilding scene, like top, top pro that we have in britain at the moment and mm. just started to make a name for himself with his third at the arnold classic and he was doing so well on the international stage Obviously, i didn't know him anywhere near like you did quips you know he's basically you know your coach and mentor for that amount of time but I, I did meet him he's such a cool guy really really nice mm. guy and I, I was sending messages on instagram when he did one of the competitions you know you're doing a great job for british boarding, etc and so, lot. so it's just really sad it's not nothing yeah. else you can say but it's really sad. Nathan, what what do you think about the whole thing?
1: Yeah, for me it was I was well surprised at first. I was like, Nah, you you're having me on, nah, he's not gone 'cause he was 'cause it's just not to put a lot of bodybuilders in the same boat, but a lot of bodybuilders like I don't I might not give him a second thought because 'cause they're all very similar. They all live the same lifestyles and talk the same way and all that stuff. But of Luke, he was very even though I didn't even know him personally, but just going off his social media and just seeing the way he trains and the way he, he how, how outspoken he was, he was very unique. Like he stood out. Like we're talking British bodybuilders, like him, James, Nathan mm. are like the main ones that come straight to my mind who kind of stick out. Like I can tell what the personality is like, but Luke we wouldn't even have to know him personally. And I can tell what his likes were and what his opinions on certain things were. So like, for him to go, it was just like, whoa, that's a bit unsettling. is the best word yeah. I can describe yeah. it for me personally.
2: Yeah, so def- definitely sad. And uh, you can just, yeah, like you said, don't even have to know him. You get listening to his interviews, to mm. his podcast, the size game, or bodybuilding bollocks with Farad Abiyad. You can just tell, really cool guy, nice, mm. opinionated, but happy, you know, on on the outside. He was he was wham, and he was a bit of a weird because he liked his, you know, marvel and superhero stuff and he'd get his figurines so it kind of feels like one of us and obviously we all look up to him because he's an unbelievable bodybuilder as well he's kind of mm. it's just yeah horrible to think they're not he's they're not one of the probably, was he not
1: one of the probably one of the strongest british bodybuilders as well like at, at this time in yeah. terms of what he was what he was moving like one, that's one of the things that stuck out to me as well i'd watch his videos and i see him pressing like ronnie coleman numbers and stuff and i'm just like
2: He's pulling like seven started. plates off the floor like squatting six, seven plates for reps. Like, what's wrong with you? Why are you so freakishly strong? Joe, you know he said he never even tried to be strong. He just started lifting stuff and he could, and he just presumed everyone else could. He, he was just strong <laughs> from a young age. He's like, well, if I'm strong, I'm just strong, aren't I? Just yeah, yeah man.
0: You know what's mad as well? Like, I would see him bench press one eighty on incline, and I'm like, cool, I'm gonna try and go for that. End up with one sixty, and I'm like, yeah, I'm still not getting there, still not getting there. Whenever I see him lift heavy, I would always try to go heavy as well. Yeah. And this program wasn't easy as well. When you're going heavy, you're going heavy for reps. It's not going heavy for like, your one, two rep max. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when, when, I was doing, when he was doing 180, he was doing 180 for probably seven, eight reps. And then like doing the rest pauses on incline. And then I would do 160, and it would be like a total of 15 reps on rest pauses. And like just there, knowing that, okay, cool, I need to push more because like, I need to try and get to where he's at.
2: Yeah. Quibs, what's yeah, the one thing from, from training, like one question that you had when you were a kid or when you were growing up, when you think you knew everything, what was the one, like, uh, f- fact? You thought, oh, this is definitely a fact. And then now you've grown, you're like, why did I even think that was that? That's clearly a load of bullshit. Like one, like a myth, like a bodybuilding myth
0: that you've yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, I think one thing i thought is that it's easier for fat people to get rich because fat turns into muscle.
2: <laughs>
0: oh, Yeah. I love that. Yeah, I thought that growing it
2: yeah, in the muscle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh my
0: God. And then you study science, you're like the two completely different cells. Mm. <laughs> different energy transform- systems, different
2: cells, different macros. <laughs> like, oh, I, I screwed that yeah. up. <laughs> Fair enough. Nathan, what, what's like a top myth that you thought was... Oh, was mine it?
1: was the typical high reps for, for toning <laughs> and, uh, <Yeah. laughs> and low reps <laughs> for getting, like, getting, getting wedged and getting strong. And I even like, I even like, came up with a bullshit like theory for myself. I was like, oh yeah, so if you do high reps, it's like the muscle wasn't growing. You're just doing the same thing over and over again, and just refining it. I'm sure it's just toning up, yeah. And I'm just like, I listen to myself now. I'm like, why the f- did I think that when I was like, oh god, yeah, no. Stuff like that. There's no, yeah, there's no, no, no one no. around to tell you that that's wrong. You just assume
2: it. You hear it, or you yeah. read it in bodybuilding.com, and like, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, why would why mm-hmm. reps? That means I'm cutting, right? Because I'm using more energy. Yeah, yeah makes sense. You're like, yeah. wow, that's so wrong. <laughs> I think a big one was, um, I thought, yeah, faster, faster cardio is physically way superior. You, you, you burn pure fat when you do faster cardio, and then realizing that you know it's all it's energy balance. You, you mm-hmm. burn fat same if it was fasted middle of the day or end of the day. It's all personal preference. There's nothing special. Yeah, that was one I thought was a was a, was a fact, and it wasn't.
0: Um, you know, with the whole higher rep, um, low rep thing. Like, I have a few people asking me the question: like, how did I? how was I able to maintain mass during my prep?
2: Mm.
0: And like, what changed in my training and that? And like, I was contacting Luke about this because I was like, okay, cool. So when are you going to change my program? I was on the same program for prep that I was on before prep yeah. nothing changed yeah and it worked actually, right it worked, it worked. but would that tweak a few things now yeah because I think there was probably some weaknesses I could have worked on more during prep and some muscles I could have brought out a bit more if I was to focus on them a bit more but overall it worked
2: <laughs> but that's that whole phrase isn't it dance dance with the one that brought you so if I had lifted heavy weights before why would I not lift heavy weights mm-hmm. during prep Quibs, should we um, should we talk about our, our seasonals?
0: Yeah, let's get started. Um, Nate, do you want to get started with Aioniso, No, not Aioniso, Love is yeah,
1: War. I believe I was covering kaguya yeah. Yeah, yeah. kaguya Love is War. Yeah, so we're on Kaguya-sama, Love is War, season two, episode five, I think, just aired.
0: Yeah.
1: And if I remember correctly, it's the one where uh, Shiragani, because he's no longer uh, president at, temporarily at the moment anyway, until the next election. He's actually having a good restful sleep. So now his face is his face is looking all fine. Like he's got like the typical nice shiny like manga eyes and stuff. And, um, yeah. and all the girls and all the guys are like, oh, he's so approachable now. Like we can talk to him. And it's like, oh, even the girls are like asking him out. And I'm thinking, oh crap, when Kaguya sees him, it's gonna go off. And even he's thinking that now, because he notices it. And then Kaguya sees him, she's like, uh What's wrong with him? <laughs> like, he's not the same. <laughs> she doesn't like him. She likes the scruffy Shirigane. So, that bit was yeah. quite funny. So, we had that kind of thing. And then, her asking one of her friends if she doesn't like him because of his looks now, is it true love or not? And yeah, that was a whole shenanigans there. But then, um, I think the second half of the last episode was so kind of similar to the volleyball episode in the first season. I don't know if you've seen it yet, Quips. In this one, Chica. Um basically she's the head of the she's like head of like the music um choir sort of thing mm-hmm. and in assembly they all sing this like anthem, school anthem. So everyone's singing in school and then she looks over at shiragani and she can tell he's mouthing the words, he can't sing. So afterwards he they approach each other and then like they agree that she'll teach him how to sing and it's just it's like the volleyball one. It's he's so bad. <laughs> and it's just so funny, especially her reactions, and then she's trying to teach him and yeah, it's great, it's great, it's really funny.
2: With this yeah, no. with this episode I thought um obviously it was really funny because he's he's trying to he realizes he's a bit more good looking because he's getting good sleep he's, he's looking yeah. all fresh and then he he's like right here we go go to the library and he leans over like right in her face <laughs> he's like so da, da, da. and she's like nothing whatever he's like Aah! and he keeps he keeps <laughs> reacting and then I think I think the scene of the episode was was the bench was on the on the bench when she's asking her yeah. about true love and but then um, was it Ishigami comes and just kind of accidentally settles it. And she's like, yeah. how did he... Because he just says, yeah, there's no such thing as true love. It's all about realistic love. And you've got to love who you're around, blah, 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 blah. And she's like, oh, maybe it is true love. And then her friend is like, what is going on?
1: Yeah, and Achiga <laughs> turns up and says does the, does the worst thing. No, it's not
2: true love. She's like... Aah. And then like runs off and doesn't realise what she said. Oh, it's um, great. Did you, did you think that, obviously, the episode was good. But mm-hmm. I wasn't, I wasn't barely laughing the whole way through as I normally do, and I feel like the episode dipped just a touch because I know it's really hard to maintain because the first four yeah, episodes yeah, have gonna been be really maintain, good, yeah. so you had that expectation, and then it just didn't quite hit me yeah. the way I wanted it to, and I was left a bit, I don't know, see, I thought, oh I didn't, the end and that, I didn't laugh.
1: Yeah, I, I didn't feel underwhelmed at all because I'm, I'm not no, looking no, no. back here like that, but I feel like. The last two episodes, or even just the start of the whole season two, has been so strong that yeah. this episode it was still it was still pretty good, but I wouldn't. It's not one of the rewatchable ones, let's put it that way. There
2: were there were less battles. There were less. There was less narration. Like yeah. there's only like two
1: in the whole thing. Yeah, um, and it, it burned up the election thing, aren't they? Really, I think that's yeah, yeah. next next week's episode. But all in all, uh, Kaguya-sama season two is being it's been great. I'm yeah, um, looking yeah. forward to seeing how it finishes and where it finishes and. I'm not sure where the manga's up to, so I don't know if it's gonna be complete. Part of me thinks or well, hopes that it doesn't, but then part of me is like, I kind of want to see if they get together or not, which is funny hearing me saying that. But uh <laughs> but um but, yeah no, solid solid season, and I'm I, I think it's taken after really well after what was a very, very good uh
0: season one last year. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. cool. So the second anime is a Hirunosora and do you wanna give us a quick Great to know what happened in last episode Max.
2: Yeah, so <clears throat> here in Osora, we're up to episode 30. So we're getting we're getting deep into the series. So basically they're still having this match against uh Shinjo and they've got they've got a 16 at the beginning of the episode they've got a 16 point lead. So it's going well like they are you know they're banging it. But uh Shinjo bring on this player who has been injured and he wasn't supposed to play. It's a guy with red hair. He's called um what's it down? Oh, right yeah, Koji. He comes on. He's like, look, I don't care, I'm injured. This, if we're gonna lose, this is our last game, I wanna go out, all guns blazing. So him and this other the other like oldest player in the team, they were kind of similar to Sora in regards to at the beginning when they joined the school, there was no team. they got like make the team. But they're in like their second or third year so this is their last chance it's taken them like two years to get the team together or whatever he's like right let's just let's just go for it and obviously this guy's sick so he comes on doesn't care about his knee starts jumping threes like turning inside blocking uh, and they start to get some points back and then as this is all happening Sora's mum decides that she wants to watch him play so she she comes from the hospital because um, mm. obviously uh, Madoka's sister is like her nurse so she brings her and it was actually a really heartwarming moment because you've wanted to see her watch him the mm. entire series. And now you get to see it and you can just, she smiles, she's blushing, she's like, oh, I'm so happy that she's happy. Even though he doesn't know she's there, you feel like he does. And he's like hitting threes and she's like, oh, we really did it. But it's funny when she turns up because they say, oh, there's a 16 point gap. And she's like, oh my God, how are they going to get it back? And they're like, uh, no, they're in the lead. She's like, oh, great, that's really good. <laughs> Um, but yeah but by the end so basically the other team start to play really well and by the end of the episode there's only a 7 point um, gap they're still in the lead but it's only 7 points so it's kind of building to like the the last half of the quarter and what's going to happen yeah Chiaki who's the guy with the afro he's having a bit of a mental block he doesn't he can't play 100% for some reason doesn't know what's going on he's got like 4 fouls he's a bit he's a bit out of it and uh, the Mm -hmm. tall the tall guy who's good at the the hook shot He's just like, he's beat, he's so tired, so he's kind of in and out. So you don't know which way it's going to go, which is good, because you don't want it to be, they're going to win. Yeah. It's too, it's too easy. So you're kind of on the edge of your seat. And I do think the series has really picked up a little bit the last few episodes, and I think it's getting some steam. So hopefully it, it ends strong.
0: Um, Quibs, are you up to date as well? Did you see? I'm, I'm up to date on it, yeah. Okay, as in, I agree with you. It's okay, picking up okay. steam. I'm yeah. liking being... I would still say I'm not liking it as much as I liked mm-hmm. Kuroko, but I feel like, Nate, <laughs> they bring up a good point last week, that Kuroko is sports anime plus. <laughs> yeah. Whereas the sort is strictly sports anime. So then, even though they're both basketball anime, they both have, you say they're both going, for, they're going in two different directions. So yeah,
1: yeah. that's a very time. good way to put it, yeah. Uh,
0: I'm liking what I'm saying. I do, it's a bit sad though, because like, we both yeah. you all know Unless some miracle happens, it's going to end up being bittersweet in the mm-hmm. sense that Sora might get to his goal, but with his mom's illness, she may not make it, yeah. or she may make it just enough to see him reach it, and that may be enough for her. So it's kind of like having fulfillment at the end of your life, kind of yeah. Yeah. Seems like kind and of like the direction it's going in. But so far with the basketball playing and like you say, the storylines intertwine try and work of stuff. I'm liking what I'm seeing.
2: I think there's, there's the reason it was sad, like because you don't realise what's happening, when she goes and watches him play, you're happy because she's doing it, but then you realise why she's decided to go and watch him now. It's like, oh, mm. it's obviously not looking good, so she wants to see him before anything happens. So you, you kind of, like you said, it's very bittersweet, that, that, that moment.
0: It's kind of like the finiteness of life makes you realise that you have to can, like, take every day head on and like live life to its fullest, because you yeah. never know. You're going to reach end. All right, cool. So, I guess it's my turn to Tower of God, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Let's go. Get it. <laughs> Tower of God this week is picking up the ante. It's, it's slow. It's getting there. The reason it's hard, though, because I know what's coming and I know that it's going to get a lot better. So, even though it's got good this week, what we have now is nothing compared to what's to come. But I get into the episode. It's a quick breakdown. So, Bam is in hospital now and Rachel's talking to, telling. About you could say why it's not good for Bam to know that she, she is who she is, etc. etc. And like, couldn't pretty much clocks her game. And it's he now wants to make sure that Bam is no longer trying to climb the tower for her. You could say, like, he's just there, like, no, I don't trust this woman, you're doing anything for you, you don't actually care about Bam. And like, he's actually formed a relationship with Bam to this moment where he cares about it. Mm. You don't do that for someone you don't care about. Now, also, (laughs) you got the selected, you got the different classes. So, for my understanding, Rack, he became a spear bearer. So, he's going to be, you could say, doing long distance fights, also short distance. So, he's able to throw the spear, hit this target, and that kind of stuff. And he went to go and do his own private training. And I think he came back and he marked it. Then you have Kun, who's a light bearer, if I'm correct. And like, Mm -hmm. you, we didn't get to see much of that in this episode. Yeah. I believe in the episodes to come, they're going to go into a lot more what that is but imagine the abilities of a computer corridor in an anime it's kind of like that it does seem kinda. like that yeah. yeah but you see as in it's so like i think that's one one of the things i like about anime because it's the only limit if in anime is your imagination
2: mm.
0: whereas if, even though with conventional film you're only limited by your imagination not able to pull off things the way you want you may want to because you're of budget etc etc there's only so much you can do within the real world. But within a made-up world, there's that possibility the possibilities end. As long as you can draw it, yep. you can't. And then we get into Bam's actual role, the rail controller. So he starts his training late. And like you could say, he's a bit behind. Well, they start the training at the same time, but he doesn't know how to control Shinji because he he's never done it before. What we saw in that episode prior where he gets hit on the head, and like now he's in a class with the same woman that hit him on the head <laughs> and caused <laughs> You can say he has lost the ability to see one eye because of him. So like you can say it's going to be a weird dynamic between the two of them. Or you're going to see how their relationship develops throughout the anime. Now he's learning how to control Sinshu. I think one of the points of this episode that people should watch out for is when the administrator, who he has to go and get permission from to go and control Sinshu. Says to him, I can give you permission to use Sinchi on this floor, but it's kind of like it's, I'm, I'm kind of putting you in shackles if I do that. Did you two notice that?
2: Yeah, yeah, he did. He, he worded it strangely when. He
0: worded what it strangely, like I'm, I'm limiting you if yeah. I'm going to give you permission to control yeah. Sinchi. Yeah,
2: yeah. You
0: can see why that is in the future, but imagine that. Like, <laughs> you're going to ask someone for permission to do something, but you're, what you don't know is that you're actually more powerful than it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They don't really have the authority to give you that. So now, this is, I think, where, where Tower of God is really going to pick up and it's going to get to the points where we're going to, where I want it to get to. I feel like this season is going to be too short and I don't want it to be like another Attack on Titan where we're waiting like two, three years before they bring out season two. They
1: were beyond that now. I think anime is so popular now, unlike, let's say, seven, six years ago, where I say anime, manga as well. It's really important how the manga sounds <laughs> do a production studio picks up a series but we tend to get series like every other year now. If Alonso's these first seasons do well, which I think Tao God is I think it's number one on Crunchyroll at the moment in terms of popularity. So could I think, touch upon a, like, a little
2: bit of a, a realization that we've had in the last episode and a half, two episodes. Yeah. Go on. That um because you hear you hear one of the mm. uh princesses of what's the thing called J- what's the whole all the princess Jihad, Jihad right. She keeps yeah. calling the Green Girl Anna. She keeps calling her imposter. You're like, what's that? What's she talking about? And you you find out in the episode that she, she is the she's the daughter of the actual princess who who died, and yeah. she is now taking it upon herself to go into the tower. She's she's climbing it, but her sole purpose is to find everyone named Jahad and and murder them, basically, because she feels like the whole. The tower and the whole system that took her, took her mum away from her, and now she's really, she just, the only thing she's thinking of is revenge. I will get redemption. So now she just wants to kill them all, collect all the swords, and just she she doesn't give a fuck basically about anyone else. And she goes to attack. Um, I can't remember the other the other princess's name. Yeah, I
1: forget her name. But as when well.
2: they're doing the thing on the on the on the platforms, they got to jump,
1: yeah.
2: and like they've all they've all been given like one like, stick basically, like go and fight, knock each other off. You won't die, but you have pretty bad injuries. What Two things are quite funny there. Number, The first one is that everyone else <laughs> is so weak compared to these two girls because they're running around and they're just focusing on each other but they're just like knocking guys off left, right and center. Like, oh, I don't care about you. Mm-hmm. Just brushing them aside and they're falling down into these pits and they, they're literally just cannon fodder for these two. But then um, Anak enhances herself with Shinsu and like attacks her. But she, um, the actual the real princess manages to stop her with just her hand so it kind of shows you how like powerful she is and then when and that goes into telling her story about what happened and who she is her voice changes massively she kind of regresses to like a very childish um innocent voice because it makes you feel like she's been putting on this kind of hateful aggressive act the whole time And then when she actually talks about her mother she reverts back and then she's like but I'm I'm going to kill you, and she goes back to a normal voice again. So that was kind of really unsettling for me because i was like, oh, she's so mad that she doesn't even sound like herself. Um, and that was that, I think that was the end of the episode when she said, no, I'm going to I'm going to kill you, basically. So I'm I'm really interested mm-hmm. to see that dynamic. She's got that little story, that plot going on, and then you've got Bam's plot going on, and also a nice little emotional journey for Rack because at the beginning, you say when he's like, oh, I don't care about him. I don't care about Black yeah. Turtle. I was just he was listening to the door. Yeah. He, clearly he did. And then also at the when he goes like Quib said, when he goes to his own training, he's taking it to heart. He's like he wants to do well for himself, but yeah. also I think for his team. So that's quite
0: a nice little yeah, bit of he... character development for him as well. Cool. Let's move on to the next topic of over and underrated anime.
2: These are five of like the biggest or most popular or most well known
1: anime, we would say, right? that we collectively decided between us that we've also all, I've all seen them all or most of us have seen all of them. Yeah. So we've got here, we have the Dragon Ball series. We have Metal Alchemist, We have Hunter, Hunter, Attack on Titan. And I believe we agree for the last one was Naruto. And obviously it's going to include Naruto done as well. Yeah. Uh, which one should we go after first?
2: Should go with number one, the the top one, first one you said, Dragon Ball series. Should we go? <laughs> How about let me give you some stats. Let me give you some stats and then yeah. I'll let you two have a fight. Is that <laughs> is that cool? That's I think that sounds like. yeah. so we so uh what going wrong, on <laughs> I'll stop if it gets too weird. <laughs> uh, using uh, using the analysts for the for the rating. So Dragon Ball just not the third, you know, Dragon Ball. Got 77%. That's just general rate. Everyone who's rated it on Ali List, and this is a good one to use because a lot of people use it, it's probably the most recognized or trusted mass mm. uh, anime uh, rating like, website. And then uh, Dragon Ball Z got 78%. And then if we just give an example of one of the movies, Broly got 80%. So that's kind of the range. We're in like 77 to 80% around there. Most of the Dragon Ball series are rated.
1: How did Superdude, we- can I ask? So oh, I think that's I mean, the more can, modern one.
2: You can you can ask, I think it was slightly lower. Um I'll check let me, me check there. whilst you two um punch each other. So quibbs, why don't you say <laughs> from let's let's give it an average rating of 78 there. Do you think that that is in your opinion, do you think it's underrated or overrated? Or just right?
0: I understand where a lot of people come from. Where I mean they may not like it as much. Because I think you say different anime appeal to different people, but Political correctness aside, I think it's underrated. (laughs) (laughs) And some people may argue it's just right. I loved Dragon Ball. I think probably it's definitely one of the things that contribute to me being one. It definitely one of the contributing factors. And I think a lot of bodybuilders that I know, a lot of people in fitness that I know, it's something lot. love. it's also the stories in it. Like, for example, the things like, oh, it's over 9,000. People that don't even watch anime like that know about that um transform to Super Saiyan and then people trying to transform to Super Saiyan I think maybe it's affecting a few people's minds and maybe I'm I'm blind to certain things that may be wrong with it because I love it so much but I'm fine to admit I love Dragon so I think yes under it where you're gonna come be your smoke mate before,
2: before, before Nathan jumped so, in, uh, Nathan, Dragon Ball Super was 71
1: 71, yeah, I've seen that, which is... Uh, it's, it's getting there, It's not there yet, though. But uh, it's getting down. Maybe a little bit lower. <laughs> but um, No, I'm kidding. Now listen. I, do I think it's um, underrated or overrated? I think it's slightly overrated. But only reason I say this is... Oh, how can I put it this way? A lot of people who... Even people who haven't seen much anime... And even the ones who have seen a load of anime, everyone just automatically sticks this right up there in the top five or top ten without any, without much thought. I thought no one, no one, like dissects it. No one criticizes like the rehashed stories or the rehashed feelings or the fact that Goku's thing is he just gets to power up over and over again. Is nothing else explored outside of that? Now that being said, Dragon Ball is what it is. It's not trying to do anything special, so that you could argue that. But because of that, I, I can still use that argument of what they are doing isn't that good. It's popular and it, it appeases to most people. But like when I rate, especially when I rate a show, I'm not rating like the superficial stuff, like the animation and the music, and that, that's a given. That's it's anime; it's supposed to have good animation. If it's about a show, it's supposed to have good fights. But when, you, when we get down to the nitty-gritty, when we're talking story and characters, that's up for grabs always of every show you watch, whether it's live action, whether you're reading a book and it's got no pictures or whether you're reading a manga or watching an anime. So that's the meat and potatoes for me when it comes to rating shows. And for me, with Dragon Ball, I feel it falls lackluster in that department. So for me personally, it's like you've got something that's pretty good or average in that element, but then you wrap around it with tinsel lights and then everyone gets distracted by the tinsel lights, and then thinks it's really, really good. But they don't—they forget about what makes a story good. But then that's how I rate shows. It all depends on how people rate it. So, but yeah, my, my opinion. Think, I think it's slightly overrated. I'm not I gonna say it's, it's extreme overrated. overrated.
2: Cribs thinks it's underrated, so I'm a, I'm a tiebreaker here. Are you ready? <laughs> I think it's rated just right. I, I think, think you're it's, gonna say that, Yeah, bro.
1: I think it's, it's because
2: because I think. So, because super, it's given super seventy-one. Now, I I didn't think super was amazing, but I don't think it's a seven-point-one out of ten. Okay, what, what do you but,
1: think it is then? Like a seven and a half. What do you?
2: It's Seventy-five. What? Seven. Like you
1: a, think it's seven and a half?
2: For what it is, I'm using the thing of what what it is. Now there is there is a bit more. The story makes sense in super. Like what they, mm. the the way it goes about. There's a there's a progression from the beginning to the end. I'm not saying there's particular there's, there's many branches that go off it in different directions and that much character development but the story itself makes sense and it does exactly what you want it to they have a big well, people haven't seen super spoilers for the next five seconds mm. there's a big universal tournament at the end it's a battle royale You've got several teams they've got there's a number of players in each team go and beat each other you know that's gonna happen so you're not expecting anything else so it breaches it your expectations so maybe i think that's a bit low for 71 said the rest of them dragon ball Dragon Ball Z, um, I don't think I saw GT, but I think they're a little bit overrated in 77, 78, and 80%. So Nostalgia. I think it should be around 75. So some are overrated, some are underrated. So I think in general, I think, it, I think it's good for what it is. Uh, I think it's a great opening anime for kids or mm. teenagers who haven't seen it, seen anime before. It's quite entertaining. Yeah, I think it's rated just right. So I'm sitting oh. right on that fence. <laughs>
0: cool. I think before we move on yeah. Quick question. Go for it. Have you both seen the Broly movie? Yes. No, you I seen won't seen comment it. on Broly Broly movie. Okay. With the Broly movie, I, I reckon probably the best Dragon Ball movie out there. I remember the But anyway, with that, do you, are you sitting in, in anticipation for the next season of Super, knowing that they're going to bring in Broly? And not
2: knowing what they did with the movie? It definitely makes it more of an interesting prospect, for sure. Mm. But I, because I committed to the whole of Super, I feel like Almost own it to myself to watch the follow-on, but mm. but also it'll be coming if it, you know as it comes out week to week. I'm not really I'm not really giving that much time to it. Am I it's just twenty minutes a week. That's that's easily enough done. So that's, that's I think pretty I will forced to
1: prom- me. But uh, so well.
2: no, I, I will watch. <laughs> I will start to watch it if, as a weekly thing. But if if Super the second series is already out, I don't think I would give it time ahead of other series that I wanted to watch, even after seeing the Broly movie. It was a good film. It was it was it was mm-hmm. a very entertaining film, but. I don't know yeah. if it, yeah. But that's a good question. And, uh, probably a little bit, but not enough to watch it. Not enough to binge it, but definitely enough to watch it week to week. Yeah. Are you now more pumped for the second
0: second season? You know what? I'll be honest with you. I didn't think Super was as good as Dragon Ball Z in terms of the whole season. I liked Super for what it was, but I felt like it was missing me or something. I liked, I liked it that <laughs> Dragon Ball was coming back, if that makes sense. Mm. And I was getting to see more of the story. And it was a different than to GT. But like for example, GT and Super have different things. I love the Super Saiyan Four transformation in GT, and then the Super Saiyan Four Fusion, and I loved Ultra Instinct and Jiren in um, mm. Super. Because yes. like, Jiren, I think, is a completely new villain because <laughs> he's not really a villain. He's a good guy, but for yeah. the purpose of the story and for the survival of Earth, yeah. he's a villain. Yeah. Yeah. So I liked all those kind of things in it, but I didn't. Yeah. But I say Super varied, I think maybe just the just right but yeah let's move on to the next one right,
1: okay. so next on our list we have uh four male alchemists now i'm gonna say we're gonna say four male alchemists brotherhood that's the one with the, the canon ending um what's the rating for that on any list max pretty it sure is, that's it's really high. high
2: it's uh i think it's
1: number one yeah it is 91 yeah. percent. number yep. one well wow. i'm gonna i'll go first i i think it's overrated nat being said, it doesn't mean I think it's a bad anime. I think it's a decent anime that I wouldn't watch it again. I think it sits around the 7 to 8 out of 10 mark. 7 for me, maybe 8 if someone else really liked it. But I think the problem with former Alchemist Brotherhood is it was... It's one of those shows you need to be really caught on early on and not later on, if that makes sense. like Basically, I was watching it and it got to like halfway through and I still wasn't as invested in the story as and the characters as much and they were really trying to pull that out of me and it was one of those things where I was just like, "No, nah, I'm just trying to finish this. I was just finishing it for the sake of finishing it at that point. Mm-hmm. But um, no, nah, it, I think it's more of a personal thing. It didn't really call on for me and for it to be one of the best out there, all anime, I, I, I don't see it. I don't see it personally. I, I would say I agree.
0: I yeah, seen I've seen it. Seen it. Yeah. And like, I think the fact that I've seen it in the last probably five, six years, but I don't remember much about it, it kind of says what you needs to say in it, like, what, it what was you, do, you, yeah, do you know your first thoughts when you immediately finished it? When I immediately finished it I liked it but I felt a bit underwhelmed. With the mm. I think that I can remember that too. I agree with it I think at best a strong 8 out of 10 I liked the concept and I liked the anime in general and I liked the story, and I liked it. a lot of things about Metal Alchemist but to give it 91 out of <laughs> a 9.1 out of 10 I think it's, it's pushing about a bit too far. Like, that's overrated. I mean, but anime fans come for me, you <laughs> know? <I agree>? Yeah.
2: <laughs> that's too too overrated though. Um, and it's gonna be it's gonna be three, unfortunately, for four mate alchemist. Thanks. So Ooh. I I needed something to watch. I was in prep for my show in twenty eighteen. So I needed something to take my mind off the misery of life. So I I watched <laughs> I I chose one, I was like, this is a really popular one. I must like it. Everyone can't be wrong. So I started it and I thought it was good. The expectation of it being good made me think it was good. So I was watching it. I wasn't in the best state of mind. We all know when you're in prep, you're not particularly happy and you can't express your emotions as much as you'd like. It just takes too much energy. But yeah, it wasn't it wasn't as good as I wanted it to be. It wasn't as mm. good as I've been told that it was. It wasn't as good as I read on the reviews, which made me feel more underwhelmed. Again, the same as you two. It's not a bad anime it's just not oh. as good as it's said to be in my opinion and clearly in your opinion as well so 91 percent, you're holding yourself to a high regard you're putting yourself number one on top 100 popular anime and i don't think it's there and for that reason i didn't actually finish it oh wow um, i think i didn't get through it so that's why i let you two go first because i don't really have as much of an opinion but i think i've got onto the second part because it's in parts right it's not seasons up parts
1: yeah same thing yeah part, right, yeah that's... so
2: I remember getting to part end of part 2 maybe and I still wasn't like you said Nathan you're not in, as invested and at that time I didn't want to waste energy, <laughs> like time and energy on something that I wasn't loving because I was so depressed so I was like nah I, I'm not again give a... it, same as you guys between 7 and 8 maybe it's... but we have spoken everyone listens to this we are telling you it's overrated that's a fact right next let's go <laughs> <laughs> Right. let's do Attack on time. It has got a rating of so on any obviously people can rate different parts so it's it's broken up into seasons, but mm. you can use any season as a rough guide. Season three part two, which was a oh, latest shit. latest season part, yeah so good. that was eighty nine percent and it's actually number five top top of the list, so what do you think eighty nine percent under or overrated, or do you give different parts different
1: ratings? discuss
2: you have time for that <laughs> <laughs> we, can kind of recap. we can kind of
1: gloss over it quickly yeah i think season one was was decent i think i gave season one like an eight season two was even better It opened it up a little bit more but season three is when it came alive especially part two um, because it had like it, get, it gave both sets of fans what they wanted it had like the really flashy fights and um and, and it also answered a lot of mystery, mystery questions yeah. for the other side of the audience. And I gave that actually a 9.5 on my only list. I thought it was amazing. Ooh. I thought, yeah, I thought, because I read it in a manga and it was like, at the time, it was one of the best arcs I've read in manga. And I was like, I can't wait for this to be animated. I was teasing Max for ages without giving spoilers, <laughs> I remember. And then when it happened, it just did everything right. Like they produced it phenomenally. And
2: so, So in your mind, season three, Underrated if it's only got a. Uh, it must be. I mean,
1: gave it five. I mean, I'm one of like how many people that gave reviews. I mean, I reckon it's about around about that nine ish, nine and a half mark. I think it's about right. And it have got it right. It's
2: you're going to challenge that?
0: No. I've <laughs> read the <manga>. No. a <laughs> thing where me, me and they we agree on some things, you disagree on others. We agree to that. <laughs> um, I haven't got up to that point in the anime, but from what I've read in the manga, yeah i reckon that's just about right because when i was reading the manga i was rating in anticipation every month for the next release and Amazing. i was getting annoyed that it's only one, one a month but the more in-depth you get into the story like wow what's happening next like i when an anime leaves you wanting more and even a manga will leave you wanting more and you're just like yes give me more give me more mm. i reckon that's definitely a sign of in nine out of 10 and like you don't read it or watch it, feeling underwhelmed, and thinking, mm. So yeah, I agree with it. Yeah, definitely. even though I haven't seen season three yet. In anticipation of it, from what I've seen, from what I've read in the manga, I agree. That's a good rating. I
2: think I think is I think it's about right as well. If not a little bit underrated or about right. So yes, yeah, lich same as you guys around that nine, nine and a half, especially the last season when you when you see. When you every time you see a new season, you have to kind of backdate and look at the previous season and not adjust their score so much. But you got to think, if I gave mm. the first one a nine and I'm giving this one a nine and a half, that's definitely better than that. So maybe mm. I've got to knock that down to eight and a half. This is now a nine and this is now a nine and a half. So it does kind of chop and change over time, but yeah, 90, 95 percent around there so I think yeah it's bang on people people are right so don't worry everyone your, your ratings are okay on that one
0: before we go into Hunter oh, let's I was going to say oh
2: what did he say oh, what
1: was
0: that just to get your nerves <laughs> in it um Max that was uh, I'll be honest Tom recommended Hunter Hunter to me today gave me a little description I watched a little trailer and I think um, I'm hooked I need to watch it oh yeah buddy so I need to I can't really give and Given any sort of opinion on it yet, but I've had a few people for the years, good you to, give me, telling me to go and watch my contest. So yeah, if people I trust have good anime taste, tell me to watch it, I watch it. And if it's dead, then I don't trust their taste anymore. It? Can you can you binge <laughs>
2: 138 episodes in a week or
1: however many? Is? No,
0: with work I can't. <laughs> I
1: just to correct you it's 104 is it
0: 104 oh, no. yeah what's going on there naughty naughty <laughs> <laughs> um, with Naruto I think Naruto gives us a whole load of legendary moments like the ding 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 ding, ding and a whole load of like different things like that it's sick and like it does everything on the 10 and more but before I go into that what's the rating on it Max
2: the on it. So, depending on which one you go to, obviously you got N- Naruto being uh, the first one, that was seventy-seven percent, and then Naruto Shippuden is seventy-eight percent, and then buruto is a little bit lower down. I don't have the Boruto one to hand, but it's lower, seventy-one maybe. But yeah, it's Naruto, 50, Naruto, Naruto Shippuden Naruto. seventy, yeah, seventy-seven, seventy-eight percent. Let's give it seventy-seven
0: and a half. I agree with the difference between the two because I definitely agree that Shippuden was better than Naruto just by 1% oh no <laughs> 1% <laughs> <laughs> yeah. maybe probably by 6% okay
2: because
0: Naruto is good at providing the foundation but Shippuden I think my problem with Shippuden I feel like some parts are too dragged out some parts mm-hmm. of it could have been chilled and like a bit more concise but then the final battle just for that I reckon a good solid 8.5 out of 10 so That's you, you like the final battle in Shippuden I liked it I feel like do You know I feel like I'm just about the right limb see I like see I've come
1: across people I've seen the final battle as well, but I've come across people who well there's quite a, lot, a certain amount of people who didn't like the fact that what was her name was her name Kaguya as well what was her name
0: I've people didn't Kaguya like quite- people
1: didn't like her being the final villain because she had no build up prior and it was all build up for um Madara and then Madara gets finished the way he does and now it's Kaguya, who's the final one now I tend to agree with them slightly, but uh, I, d- I didn't like that she was the final villain because it was just like thrown out then like last minute, but I will give Shippuden its props. I do like how they revealed um the origin of Chakra and um Kagura and his, his, his two sons yeah, yeah, I liked how they did that and an and, and origination of the tail beast and i I give its props for that, but her being a villain, the last final villain I was a bit like, uh, all right, whatever we're doing this. <laughs> But the battle scene was epic. Yeah, yeah it's good. <laughs> yeah, you don't like that. <laughs> no, no, the fights were
0: good. These fights were good, but yeah. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. What so, you're you saying
2: it's slightly underrated then?
0: I think it's cheaper than it's underrated, yeah. What about you, Nate? Are you saying it's underrated
1: or just right? See, I'm I'm the opposite in this one. Naruto, the first season, I watched that when it was first coming out. I was like 12 years old and I only remember watching it weekly. My brother would download him. On his on his laptop, connected to his TV, and watch it on HDMI port, and like, and then we would get really annoyed when like it was to fill up, we'd be like ah, oh! and every week we'd have to wait for like six weeks, and I'd like oh wait, this one's not fill up, watch it, watch it. But um, with Naruto, I love. I think the first season was great. I I don't have too many flaws of it, but then saying now I'm I'm going I'm going off nostalgia glasses. I have never rewatched it, so I reckon if maybe on a second rewatch you might see it differently. I don't think it's overrated or underrated shippuden however, I think is slightly overrated, only because it, it's it's its own fault really, because it being so long, there's so many holes you can pick out of it. And I'm you guys probably know me by now, I'm very particular and I'm would be too much of a critic sometimes. So like it falls into the trap where most shonen do, especially long running shonen, where it tries to upscale, especially power scales. It constantly has that power scale upscale and it falls into a trap where it's like, how can these characters lose? And then, okay, the only way to make the fight seem any like where both sides could win is we've got upscale this side as well. And then it just falls into that track where everything's just gone beyond what the Naruto-verse can be about and what ninjas can do to like, Naruto is now glowing red. Now he's glowing white. Now he's glowing orange. Now he has this Okage suit. And he's, you know what I mean? And then now Madara's capable of this and this. And it's just a bit like, for me, I'm a bit like, Oh, uh, like, come on. Nevertheless, mm. it, it is very popular. I don't think it's bad. I just think it's slightly overrated. I wouldn't give it seventy 78. I'd, I'd probably give it, like, 70 or 65. It's 500 episodes, man. Come on. <laughs> I forgot it's that long, you So that's yeah. a
2: tie then. One underrated, one overrated. I have no opinions. I've never seen it, so I can't I can't break the deadlock. So I guess we'll just have to leave that for another but day. Actually,
1: remember that time I bought you
2: <laughs> Oh yeah, do you know what? Naruto, <laughs> I've just heard really bad things about it and for that reason I'm never gonna watch it, because I think it's really overrated. Uh, yeah. I didn't even want that in nando's, I don't think. Remember that time you, like, you forced the Nando's <laughs> into me after anime gaming con? You literally oh, yeah. forced the Nando's down my throat. You're like, you need to bulk, eat this. I was like, I'm not hungry. You're like, eat it now. Oh. I was like, can we just All not? Right. Had like two portions of chips in the event. Why do I need to shove more food down? Me? All right, one more. We've got one more. Is this number five or four?
1: Yeah, we, we kind of oh, glossed, right. over Hunt, we glossed over Hunt We yeah. over Hunter, but not really uh, went into detail. I think Quibbs kind of gave a brief on that he's been recommended it and he hasn't seen it. So he's so looking forward to watching it. Hunt Hunter is number two all-time list,
2: um, and it's 90%. Only 1% behind format Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Nathan, under or overrated?
1: Oh, Rating-wise, it's not under or overrated. I reckon it's about right. That being said, it should be number one over four metal alchemists. <laughs> yeah. So.
2: So by that. Yeah, I think I think I'm right underrated. in saying that.
1: Yeah. yeah. I'd say it's underrated because I've I've got it as a ten out of ten on my on, yeah. my, on my annual list, and it's the only. I should no. It's, it's one of three shows I've got on my annual list that's ten out of ten. It's Ooh. basically I went into Hunter, Hunter with a lot of hype. A lot of people Wait, like, this is sorry. Amazing. Can I can I just really quickly guess your other two? Oh.
2: Oh uh, Is it is it um is it clan out after story and attack on titan part three? No. no, what is it?
1: No. I don't give single seasons ten out of ten.
2: Oh okay.
1: It has to be a full thing. So I've got I've got it's uh Hunter, Hunter Monster, because it's finished, oh, and the yeah. silent voice, the movie. Uh
2: I didn't even think of movies.
1: Mm. Some for trivia there. Okay, sorry, carry on. Yeah, I went into Hunter Hunter knowing it was really good. Like a lot of people recommend it. A lot of people seen it. A lot of people had it as like one of their favorites, excuse me, <clears throat> had it as one of their favorites for me to finish it and then agree with them. That's a big deal. Cause I went into it with those expectations and those expectations were met, And it's not often that happens, especially for Ooh. something that's really good. And, I'd never finish and just go immediately thinking this is the best thing I've seen. But anime was, this is the best hundred plus anime I've seen, but it didn't drag things out. It, it flowed story to story. There was loads of foreshadowing for the characters that there were huge payoffs later, a hundred episodes later, mm. like it hit all the right notes, had a level of maturity with its writing, which you don't see often with some shonen and went into certain themes. Again, with some shonen they don't go into, which I, what I liked about Hana Hana is it, Appeal to two sets of fans in that sense, and oh, it's, it's it's great. I don't I don't have enough good things like right, to say about it. So, yeah, no, I would say it's about about right, about right, considering it's one of my favorite series. So, Hunter
2: was one of the first bunch of shows. I don't think you gave it to me right away because it's quite a long one. but it's mm. probably one of the first long ones you gave me, and you told me it was good, and but you also told me. The first 20, 30 episodes, you you might not enjoy them. You might think it's a bit childish. Yeah. So unlike you, or unless someone told you that, I went into it thinking maybe I'm not going to enjoy the the beginning. And I knew it was going to be really good after one episode. And I already loved it. I was like, wow, I'm loving these first 20 episodes. I think this is really cool. you are like, oh, well, you're in for a good time because it gets way better. I'm like, yeah, it's fucking awesome. Love the beginning again, like you said stories story here, then there, then there, all kind of makes sense they're all interlocked a little bit you've got the the general theme, like you said, you've got payoffs that are happening way later obviously my it's it's my number one it's your number one anime it's my it's my number one and it's my got my favorite character in it, the character Hisoka, who is on the back of my phone case quibs, you won't know who that is, but look out for this guy um yeah, it's just uh the thing and the thing that stuck in my mind is something that you mentioned to me to, to me about the fighting was that maybe when you watch Dragon Ball, no Dragon Ball hate. When you watch Dragon Ball, you you're ninety nine percent sure that Goku's gonna probably win somehow or at least power up and give it a good go. And then Hunter x Hunter, there's a lot more uncertainty in a fight. This guy can beat this guy. So a can beat B. B can beat C. C might beat A. Who's gonna win? We don't know. There's a lot more intellectual mm. um discovery about powers how to use them how to adapt them and none of it seems outlandish you think yeah that yeah that could happen because that's his powers that's way different to his you think, oh, he could beat him just it's a lot more interesting to you a bit more energy, and there's an emotional thing as you go through as well and uh yeah hits all the notes can't say anything bad about it at all absolute anime perfection so obviously i have to say it's underrated because i, I gave it a 10 and it's yeah. only rated 89 so or 90 sorry so in my opinion underrated but definitely definitely deserves the 90 it gets if not more so yeah Mind I- when you get some time get get on that cool
1: do you mind if I touch on that when you mentioned about the fights? I'll yeah. gloss over it without really spoiling. Don't spoil it. One, I won't spoil it. Obviously, there's, basically, there's a certain power type in Hunter Hunter, which I think it's the best power type I've seen in any show. And obviously, you have like Chaka and Chi and so on and so forth. But what's so good about this power type is it basically means what maps it. Anyone can beat anyone. There's no like scale of numbers. like Oh, this guy's level whatever. This guy's level mm. this. This guy's going to win, always because he's yeah, Super Saiyan 3 versus Super Saiyan 1, that kind of scenario. Yeah. But with the power types in Hunter Hunter, you can have someone who you'd think is quite meek or quite quite weak in a sense. But their power type counters that guy's power type, even though he's on surface a lot stronger. Mm. So he'd be a good matchup against him, and you wouldn't think it, and then that person can end up winning. And it's just that's when it get those scenarios of fights, I love how they manage to do that, especially in a shonen. Cause it keeps, your, keeps you on your toes, but it's I think I know,
2: the, I think do the power type, the character, and also the scene <laughs> that you're referring to.
1: Oh, um, wait, there's a lot of scenes I actually. Man. Say uh, yeah, yeah.
2: Very good. Cool. Yeah. Underrated. Yeah. So that was top five. Um, I, I fear for I fear for Overrunning, but I was just wondering because obviously there's the top five of most people. Does anyone have one that massively stands out that we haven't touched upon? like hugely stands out without going too deep into it.
0: I feel like if we're gonna go into it, we're gonna overrun <laughs> even
2: more. This is gonna... We can do a group we can do a group vote like to keep it for another time if you want.
1: Or well, uh, we can just tease it, just say the anime and say whether you think it's under or overrated and then we we'll save it for next week so people tune in then. Well, right,
2: I'm gonna go I'm gonna go first on this one. Uh my my pick is uh Boko Nohiro Academia. And I think it's overrated.
1: Next. (laughs) A
0: comment on that. Next up. Got cribs, you go. Under or overrated, pick one. Dr. Stone, I don't know the rating, but probably might be underrated. Okay.
1: (laughs) Nathan was like...
0: (laughs) What? Yeah. Okay,
1: cool. I'll go, and you guys know my one, and it's the reason why we're not going to carry on because we, we'll be here all day with this one, is I think Demon Slayer, and I think Overread.
2: Yes. I know that um, I know that. my, just so people know, I know that my hero seasons are between 81 and 84% on um, on any list. I don't know yours too off the top of my head.
0: All right, guys, thank you very much for listening to episode three of the One Meets podcast. I'm your host, Quibs. My IG is just Quibs, just underscore Quibs. That's yes, not even that. This is just underscore quips on IG. And also the same thing on Twitter, just underscore quips. Our podcast socials on Twitter, we are one weeps one word. On Instagram, we are one weeps as well. On our Instagram bio, you could, there's a link there for you to find all our socials and where you can actually find our podcasts as well. Currently on SoundCloud, we are going to expand to more podcast um, platforms. If you liked our episode, this episode, you can rate, subscribe, comment on wherever you find the podcast, and I'll leave Max for you to go. You can give your socials as well.
2: Yeah, so my uh my my main Instagram link to the uh one we use is max.norman.fitness. That's Norman N-O-R-M-A-N. And um that's the one where you can where you can get me on. Uh, Nathan, what's your, what's your social?
1: Yeah, you can find me on Twitter uh, at on Twitter, uh, Swaves. That's S-W-A-Y-B-E-Z. I mostly talk, mostly anime, anime stuff and general memes and gaming. I'm also on Twitch. I stream games three times a week. Uh, at the same social, it's Swabes, S-W-A-Y-B-E-Z. And if you want to see me with photos or anything, then you can check out the Instagram, which is more personal. That's at nate.swabes,
0: S W A B Y. Thank you very much for listening to episode three. And peace out. See you next time, guys.